This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Tuesday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's the same voices you heard just six minutes ago. But now we're just sponsored now by Empire Fence and Netting. Shout out to those folks for all they do for us. Uh, once again, the phone number to chime in, 402-464-5685. The Honda of Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Hammond text line. Uh, the Sarder Hammond Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951 on your television sets as well. Um, I am joined, Nick Sainer here, joined by Rico. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Going great. Anything it's going great, your, Nick. Anything on your mind today, Rico? Um, a lot, a lot. The home run derby, which I only got to watch five batters of. Okay, unfortunately, um, was electric for the five that I did watch. I will say, I I watched it in the most unconventional place. I think I could have ever watched the home run derby, the Cheesecake Factory in Omaha. <laughs> It's a pretty cool place to watch a home run derby. <laughs> never would have, never would have guessed in a million years that I'd be like, "Hey, yeah, where are you going to watch the home run derby tonight?" Cheesecake Factory. Did you? Did you have cheesecake? I did. I did. I did not. Not while I was watching it. I was eating a four cheese pasta while I was watching it. That sounds pretty. Good. <laughs> it was. It was delicious. Um, but no. So it, it was good. I jumped up and down in my seat uh, when Adley Rutschman decided to switch hit. As the folks know, Adley Rutschman, one of my favorite Cubs, your, non-Cubs Your player. favorite non-Cub. Absolutely. Potentially my favorite player in the entire league. Yeah. Wow. Adley Rutschman. That's okay. Mine is also a player that doesn't play for my team. Well, it's a good thing because your team sucks right now. That is true. Your, your, your Yankees are not good. We, we were going to talk in depth about the Yankees yesterday. We don't need to. Um, They're bad. And how Aaron Boone just a week ago said, yeah, Josh Donaldson hitting the ball well, hitting the ball hard. Not. The guy is batting 152 right now with 15 home runs and – or excuse home me, 10 home runs, runs and 15 hits. Yeah. 10 of those are home runs. Yeah. Probably shouldn't. Have. And and here's Probably the here's kept here's the best part about it. Here's the best part about it. You're paying an egregious amount of like forty some million for him. You definitely shouldn't have kept him. Around. Number two, the better part is that um, all but one are solo home runs. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't even have that many RBIs. Where's Aaron Judge when you need him? Where's Aaron Judge? Where's a new manager? Yeah, that's probably it's gonna... it's it's, pro- it's got to be time to move on from Aaron Boone, don't you think? I think so. The problem is. And I, this might be jinx. The Yankees haven't had a losing season as long as I can, as long as I've been alive. I think yeah. they've had they've been over five hundred. Yeah, there's sometimes they've missed the playoffs, but that's just because there's really good teams in the AL. But they haven't had a losing season in a very long time. 
So uh, we got a text that says Donaldson only has 15 hits on the year. Darn right. He has had 15 hits, 10 home runs. He's hitting 152 from the plate. The on-base percentage is 232. He yeah, doesn't walk much either. He has 15 RBIs as well. Like I said, 10 of those RBI or nine of those RBIs have come on solo home runs. The 10th and 11th RBI has come on a two-run home run, and that sack you know suffices for his 10 home runs on the year, and then his other four RBIs, sac- whether they're sacrifice flies, whether they're base hits. They're just, There's only they're, four ba- other base hits. Yeah. Um, not, not, not great right now for Josh Johnson. Age hey, 37, though, by the way. Pretty good defender out at the hot corner. Yeah. Uh, it, says, it says Donaldson only has 15 hits on the year. That makes 2019 Joey Gallo look like Ted Williams. 2019 hey. Joey Gallo was terrible. And then he got traded. Then he got traded to the, the Dodgers. And fresh start. Immediately yeah. hit a bomb yeah. to left field right away. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool, Joey. Yeah, and then he sucked the rest of the season, but it's okay. Where, where's Joey Gallo doing right now? I don't know. I think he's still playing. So he's, uh, yeah, obviously, yes. With the Twins, he's playing. Um, he is hitting one one eighty six, so not much better. Ah. Hundred and eighty or one eighty six from the plate. Fifteen home runs, twenty eight RBIs, only thirty seven hits on the year as well. I'll take Joey Gallo over Josh Donaldson right now. Yeah, just just Donaldson's. So what I was gonna say is, the, it's like the first time ever since Brian Cashman or, took over as mm-hmm. general manager of the Yankees, they fired their hitting coach. Mm-hmm. The Yankees did that. They've fired a coach midseason. Yep. And I do you know, say, do you know who they hired? Who I don't know his name, but I do know that he was once a Yankee, and he was thrown out after hitting a ball to left field. Thrown out at first. Yankees hitting coach Sean Casey. Yeah, he hit. He. He hit into the only the broadcaster. What was it? Five seven three. Uh, yes, throw out. That's right. So former Major League Baseball first baseman and current MLB Network personality Sean Casey is the new hitting coach for the New York Yankees. Um, Casey's contract will run through the rest of the 2023 season, at which point both sides can determine whether a longer and more permanent agreement is desired. Casey will replace Dylan Lawson, who was fired following Sunday's loss to the Cubs mm. and coming out of one of the worst offensive first halves in franchise history. Look at this. He hits it to left. No. It bounces off the third baseman's glove. No. The left fielder runs up, bare hands it, throws it to first, and he's out. Oh, no. Yep. That's our hitting coach now. I did not. I was not aware of that. Yeah, it, was for, it wasn't the Yankees. It was, he played for the Detroit Tigers. So. That's really bad. Yep. Um, so oh, once again, he's, so he's, but even then, he like stopped because he thought the third base. He thought it caught, caught it, it yeah. but still, he got thrown out from left field. So replacing Lawson, Dylan Lawson, that is the former Yankees hitting coach, Thanks, marked the first time the Yankees have fired a coach during the season since Brian Cashman took over as general manager prior to the 1998 season. The team had not changed coaches during the season under any general manager since 1995 when Nardi Contreras replaced Billy Connors as pitching coach in July of 1995. Assistant hitting coach Casey Dykes and Brad Wilkerson will remain in their current roles. As for the 49-year-old Casey, he remains one of the most affable and well-liked figures in the game. Oh, how about that? Well, the Yankees need something. Once again, Aaron Judge out for like three years. Yeah, something like that. People forget that. He's just not going to play anymore. 
So anyway, toe. No, the the home run derby last night. Thoughts on it, Rico? You saw five of the hitters. I saw five of the hitters. There were some really good matchups. It had a thrilling finish between Randy Arozarena and um, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yep, had a thrilling finish. Vlad Vladdy ends up taking it. As was I mean, he's a he's a tank. He he's is an absolute tank. I was I was I was. It was either him or Luis Robert for me. Well, Luis Robert was uh, the number one seed. Yes, I know. I okay. like Luis. I have, he's on my fantasy team. Oh, how much have you? How much attention have you paid to the fantasy sometimes team? Sometimes I forget, and I'll just like, ooh, I should change this, and I go in, and like it's too late to change it. Well, but sometimes I change it. I think I'm sitting like fifth. Right I now. forget that I have it until I get a notification of somebody else in the league dropped somebody yep. else. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's a thing that I'm I, f- doing. I forgot that we were in the fantasy baseball. So league. I'm higher than you, though. I'm doing better than Mr. Baseball Guy. Yeah, I am not even paying attention. And I didn't even draft my team. Anyway, go ahead. Um, uh, no, so Louis. So I watched a couple of them. Uh, Adley Rutschman was just amazing. Mm-hmm. He hit like the first six balls thrown to him for home runs yep. uh, from the left side, and then with the extra thirty seconds that he got, switched over to the right side and went what six for six or seven six for, for seven six from the right side to to get his total up to twenty six or twenty seven, and then Luis Robert. Yep. Just this just, just a, destroyed his an, dreams. Such an easy swing. It is. So Adley Rutschman, switch hitting catcher, good defender, good hitter. Um, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say great hitter, but he's. Been, I mean, he was a big part of that Baltimore Orioles farm system. He's a solid hitter. Um, as, so Adley Rutschman has, like Rico said, twenty one home runs from the left side last night. Switches sides mid round when he calls timeout and hits the last six pitches. Basically, faced six pitches from the right side, and all of them. Left the yard. Six for six from the right side of the plate. Um, this season, though, only has 12 home runs. Well, that's not going to go up because, as you've seen, yeah. people who participate in the home run derby usually have they rough, struggle. rough stretches to start the in, second In half. the second half. Has 12 home runs through 86 games, hitting two forty three with 39 RBIs, which is better than what he hit in his rookie year last season. Um, Orioles are, guess what, Paying him seven hundred and fifty three thousand dollars this season. Those are rookie numbers. You got to bump those numbers up, son. But we talk about signing bonus and draft pools mm-hmm. and slot values, and the Orioles paid him eight point one million in a signing bonus form to uh, to Adley Rutschman after he selected first overall in twenty nineteen. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. That's nice. Uh, you'll also remember he went in the 40th round. Here he had been drafted previously yep. in 2016. 
He went in the 40th round to the Seattle Mariners out of Sherwood High School in Sherwood, Oregon. Decided to go to Oregon State. Probably the right call. Ends up being the number one overall pick. Gets picked up for his rookie contract, obviously, with a signing bonus of $8.1 How do... How do teams that draft kids out of high school or try to you know pull them out of high school feel when those guys go to college end up getting drafted much higher, and then you're just sitting there like, I, we tried. Well, I think you take obviously. So that's where it's like you take really strategic risks um, because so the Royals did it again this year. They did it with Frank Mazzucato, I believe, last year in the first round of the the Major League Baseball draft where they drafted a high school guy um, instead of drafting like Kumar Rocker. Or maybe this was two years ago because it, they decision. they could pay less for slot value, right? Yep. And for example, so the Royals two years ago. So I'll try to explain this as best I can. They picked down for a, a less a guy that was going to take less money in the first round two years ago, so that they could take they could reach a little bit more on a second round pick and sign him for more money. And sway him away from going to college, mm-hmm. right? I believe the guy, the pitcher that they picked up, um, we were talking about him a couple weeks ago. He was from Blue Springs, Missouri, and he, which is in, I believe, the Overland Park area. But either way, um, he was committed to go to LSU, obviously a baseball powerhouse, and the significantly more money that Kansas City was able to offer him because they didn't take a name like Kumar Rocker that would have forced their their entire slot value in that first-round pick. They drafted down, if you will, and so in the second round they could draft up, Mm -hmm. pay him a little bit more, and they ended up swaying him away from college, and he's going to be – he was a Royal. That's That's exactly what they did this year. They could have – the Royals could have taken – uh, Kyle Teal, the catcher from Virginia, mm-hmm. a college catcher. Instead, they draft down a little bit. I would take a high school catcher in Blake Mitchell from Texas, Sinton, Texas, I believe. Uh, Sinton uh, High School. And so it's just going to cost them a little bit less. Than the they- Yankees kind of did that same thing this year. They drafted a shortstop out of Florida, um, out of the high school ranks. And um, he was committed to go to Vanderbilt. But yeah. they're going to pay him enough to – that he doesn't go to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's going to be – I mean, we see, we've we seen it through – I mean, even Nebraska guys, right? Jackson Reitz was one of them that was picked in the third round by the Washington Nationals. Uh, gosh, when was that? That had to be 20, 2016 or so, um, maybe even before that. Jackson Reitz, he was drafted in – see, he's 27 um, – Yikes. He was all the way back in 2014. Jackson Reitz was drafted in the third round of the 2014 uh, amateur draft out of Norris High School. He was a catcher uh, for the Nationals. Uh, never, I, I think he got up to Washington at one point mm-hmm. and then went immediately back down after their catcher got uh, healthy again. Then gets signs a deal with the Royals organization and is currently um, now playing for the San Francisco Giants organization. He was, so just this season, he was playing for, he was in Omaha for quite a while until just a couple weeks ago. He's now, he's now in AAA ball for, in Sacramento for the San Francisco Giants. Nice. Jackson Reitz. How do you feel about Matt Shaw? Love him. 
love big, him. Big Matt Shaw guy. Here's the thing. So Matt Shaw for the Cubs, uh, Big Ten Player of the Year, gonna gonna probably move over to second base. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the strongest arm from Matt Shaw, the former Maryland Terrapin. Uh, got to watch him in person at the Big Ten tournament a couple of times. Really, really good bat. He's going to be about a 20 home run type of guy per year uh, in the majors. But other than that, doesn't have a, a super strong arm. So they're going to slide him over to second base, which I'm sure will expedite the ability to get him up to the, the big leagues quicker. Plus, you sign Dansby Swanson to a seven-year deal. So you got shortstop kind of nailed down for, for the, the foreseeable future. So Matt Shaw going to move over to second base, and and the Cubs are going to be a, a World Series contender in the next two years, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So. No, that makes sense. The Yankees took George Lombard Jr., by the way, and uh, I was just reading this. If his name seems familiar, didn't seem familiar to me, uh, his dad played in parts of six big league seasons and is now the bench coach for the Detroit Tigers. Oh, really? Bench yeah. coach for the Tigers? Yeah, so G- George Lombard Jr. out of Gulliver Prep High School in Florida the Yankees' first-round draft pick at shortstop. So, okay, so we're getting we're getting yelled out on the text line, Rico, because we're not talking about Mike Bovey. Of course. Mike Bovey uh, from Omaha. He was the – or he played in Omaha. Played in Omaha. Uh, for the Omaha Mavericks. Was was a lockdown on, on defense, but had a great bat as well. Hit, I believe, just over 400 um, with – I think he had four home runs uh, this season for, for Omaha. I – I don't think this is a hot take. Best player to ever play for the Mavericks in their entire history. Um, has great content or great contact. Excuse me. Draws a lot of walks. Uh, great patience and discipline at the plate. Um, I, I'm not sure where they're going to play him on the infield. I think they'd probably slide him over into to second base. I, I want to say he played third base for the Mavericks, but I would assume that they'll probably slide him over to second base. Mm-hmm. Um and and the Brewers are haven't been shy about taking mid major guys. They're not worried about that. So uh, no, Mike Bovey. I, I like. I, there's there's obviously recruiting stories from Mike Bovey. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily what I'm trying to get into right now. Whether so, or not. this is what uh, Milwaukee Brewers writer said about Bovey defensively. Defensively, he doesn't have a perfect home right now. He is likely a fit at second base due oh, to his fringe arm strength. He lacks the home run power to lock down a corner infield spot. He'll need to be an offensive-minded second baseman, and there's a good reason to believe the bat will play. Yeah. So Mike Bovey. Um, Milwaukee Brewers, second yeah. round. Second round, which highest ever from from Nebraska-Omaha. There, there was, I mean, just a really good showing from, from multiple guys in just the state of Nebraska, right? Obviously from UNL, you have... Uh, Bryce going in the first round, the last pick of the first round, going 28th overall to the Astros. Best baseball player in the Max, country. Max Anderson going 45th to the Tigers, which, by the way, both of those guys went above their projections. So did Mike Bovey, for that matter. I believe Bovey was 81st in the... Uh, in the um, in the in the final mock drafts and in the projections and and stuff like that. So he's he goes there. Bryce was in the 90s, I believe. I, the one I saw, Bryce and Max were both in the fifties, uh, but still, Absolutely. either way, either way, they either way, really and Bryce talked about it on a Zoom call right after he was drafted that they 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 really liked um, his his game and and plus Bryce has a lot of potential. There's just a lot of untapped potential from Bryce Matthews right now. I just, so I just it just had to be Houston. It did have to be Houston. It just had to be like for, it's great because that's where he's from and he's going back to his to his home city, home state. Dang it, man! I wanted a jersey. 
Yeah, well, you can, wear, you can no, have a jersey. No, I can't wear a Houston jersey. I'm not sure DP would agree with you on that one. I'm a Yankees fan. I can't wear a Houston jersey. Yeah, but That's sacrilege. I can wear a Detroit Tigers jersey. Yeah, I know. Maybe maybe I just got to fully move over to – I could never abandon the Cubs, though. You I got to just move you fully can. move over to Detroit Tigers fandom. But, no, I can't. You're Javier not. Baez is there. You're I can't. Not. Oh, Javier Baez. You love Javi. You have no, a, no. You have Javi's, a Javi. Javi's Cubs dead jersey. to me. Javi's dead to me. <laughs> Let me tell you. Javier Baez can never come back. Um, <laughs> all right, we're, we're done. We're done with that. That's baseball corner, a little bit of action, a little bit of MLB draft talk as well. Uh, Emmett Olsen, Jace Kaminska were also drafted. Yes. Um, which Jace Kaminska was a little bit of a surprise, but I believe he was drafted by, oh gosh, Emmett Olsen was drafted by the Marlins. Yes. Jace Kaminska was, gosh dang it, I, I, should, I should have written this down. Colorado Rockies. There you go. The Colorado Rockies, um, former Husker pitcher, Braxton Bragg was taken in the eighth round. He played his final year at Dallas Baptist. Um, but yeah, so like, just a, a really good year for for Huskers on or in the Major League Baseball draft and just Nebraska baseball talent in the draft as well. Um, disappointing how the season ended, obviously, because with a first, second, and fourth round, you know, uh, talent, you would hope to get something, but unfortunately, just Didn't unable to. Just unable to. So let's take a break. When we come back, we, we'll dive into the Northwestern stuff. I, I definitely want to talk about what's next now for Northwestern. Um, st- staying on the football field somewhat. Potential replacements. Uh, it's obviously early to talk about it. Uh, and, and you would assume that they're not going to hire a coach for this season because that just seems ridiculous. And a lot of money you're going to be pay- you're going to be wasting. So next year, who are some guys that maybe you could see either wanting the job or being a good fit for what's what it seems like is probably going to be a dramatic rebuild, mm-hmm. um, and and this also was a team that was one in eleven last year. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Once again, coming up later, it's going to be the Immaculate Grid. Austin's going to join us again, and uh, we'll we'll run through the Immaculate Grid, which by the way, just was purchased. Immaculate Grid, the the was app, it? it was just purchased by Sports Reference. Huh. And I always find it fascinating because Wordle was bought by like New York Times. Yep. Now Immaculate Grid's been bought or purchased by Sports Reference. Mm-hmm. If Rico, if we could just only create something just like that, something to get it purchased by a big company, you know what's crazy? It'd it's be like, fascinating. Is this just a thing that dudes do? Yeah. We just sit around. Well, just people that do that just sit around and just start naming players. Oh, it's unbelievable. That's what that's what my buddies and I will do on like road trips. When How we're many going times? on vacation? It's all right. So I say Wilson Contreras. You need to say a name that starts with C. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do. And and you just can't you can't say it again. You can't say the name the same name multiple times. Mm-hmm. That's how you pass the time. Chase Utley. Nice. That's tough. That's really hard. I already got one for you. For you? Yeah. Ubaldi Jimenez. Look at you. Jamie Moyer. Max Anderson. That's right. Adley Rutschman. Let's go to break. <laughs> Adley Rutschman. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.